Gary Butterfield. I'm Gwen Static. And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast where we talk about superheroes getting super old and dying or something. We don't actually know what's going to happen at the end of this comic just yet. We are once again joined by the fabulous Gwen. Gwen, thank you for, for, for guesting and for bringing Old Man Logan to our attention. Do you, have any, do you have any good Wolverine jokes off the top of your head? Just to put you on the spot. Not off the top of my head. I do have mm-hmm. this trivia fact that's burning a hole in my pocket. Give it, uh, give it. Jeremy, you've never read Old Man Logan before the second, right? I have not. Have you ever heard of Spider-Man Rain? I don't think so. It doesn't ring a bell. Okay. Similar vibe. It's about Spider-Man being old and everyone around him having already died. The comic kind of sucks. It's basically Dark Knight Returns, but with Spider-Man. But the one thing of scene I'll never forget is Spider-Man crying over Mary Jane's grave because what killed her it was his radioactive Spider-Man's. Ah, uh, yes, I did. Yeah, the spider I, I have heard about this. That's yeah, a, yeah. It's a J. Michael Straczynski joint, isn't it? No, actually, it's this artist no? named Kare Andrews who wrote Andrew. Oh, wrote Andrew. Kare Andrews. Okay, because I knew Kare Andrews as an artist. Yeah, um, I thought that uh, J. Mike because J. Michael Straczynski did a lot of the. Did like the the Goblin Twins, yeah, and like a bunch era. of dumb, dumb Spider Man stuff. But I guess didn't do the radioactive super sperm. Yeah, he probably I, had uh, a variant of the radioactive super sperm. I don't remember, but it didn't kill Mary Jane in the Krasinski comics. I can tell you that. Yeah, the um that the cover of the of the, that that I've, I've seen that cover a bunch. I didn't recognize Spider Man Rain as the name, but him hugging the the gravestone. Um, is, is is very it's, it's iconic just, I, I mean i just like you guys ever try to hug a gravestone <laughs> like don't hug back They're, like what are you doing <laughs> yeah hey, that's a, they should make ones that do they they should make no, they a, should not a gravestone <laughs> people hug. Fuck them. what are you talking about <laughs> uh, I, I, fuck with marie Lambeau. I find marie lambeau's gravestone give her my sperm <laughs> Um, Huggable gravestones is a very cinco product oh my god yeah just like and the arms like you know, mm-hmm. animate and hug you back. Do not like. Um, yeah, the, the uh, I would think that Spider-Man's sperm would only make Mary Jane's womb stronger, like Hulk, and give it you spider know? powers. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it she did. shoots a web out of her puss. <laughs> it made her. It made her stomach. It made her womb too strong, and it took over the rest of her okay. body. And that's how she died. So. Her 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 womb had this the strength speed. And agility of a spider. Yeah, which is not a good thing uh, for your womb to have yeah. at any point in time. Agile womb is a condition. You don't, you don't want to go into the gyno and say, hey, I got agile womb. You played a lot more uh, Darkest uh, Dungeon 2 than I have. Is that, a, is that a condition your guys can get in Darkest Dungeon agile 2? Womb. Agile womb. They, uh, they fall in love, but they don't fuck. Oh, it's, a uh, it's too bleak to fuck. Too bleak to fuck. So the, the womb stay out of it. I assume everyone's infertile in the world of Darkest Dungeon 2. It's one of the bleaker video game universes I've seen. So... Uh, speaking of bleak, let's let's find out what happened to Wolverine in the past to make him into a pacifist. Uh, we are going to pick yeah. up at Wolverine uh, number seventy. Uh, I think this is part five of our Old Man Logan series, um, and we left the last issue by saying uh, Wolverine was about to confess the what actually broke him fifty years ago, um, and we jump right into that uh, as we go back into the past where Jubilee has received a ton Can, of war- before. Oh. Just real quick on the cover, can I? Yeah, it's real fun to imagine Omega Red. Uh, he his mouth is next to Sabretooth's arm, mm-hmm. but it looks like he's trying to gnaw a bolt. Yeah, just off of something <laughs> like he's trying to dissemble a water heater with his teeth. Just chew up a little bit of that <laughs> like, glove. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, um, yeah, Jubilee gets a bunch of warnings at the X Mansion, and then it explodes, and then Jubilee is just dead with a, uh, a fucking piece of wood through her head, um, and a bunch of villains show up, but not necessarily X Men villains either, which I think is kind of you know fun. Um, and yeah. they are uh, intent. They they come in and they're like, "This is the big one." And I just like the big what? What are we talking about? There's a <laughs> lot of sounds like strife. Yeah, yeah. This is definitely hello, strife. Wolverine. This is the big one. <laughs> Perfect strife dialogue. I'm gonna start. Uh, I'm gonna strife start texting who, you like that. Hello, Gary. This is the big one, Jeremy. I'm at your door. Strife, who doesn't say anything that isn't like in fucking iambic pentameter, like Shakespearean <laughs> villain shit. Like just the and there's a reason why these voices are off. Like, spoiler, this isn't Strife. Mm-hmm. Teamed up with Dr. Octopus, Claw, the Shocker, but and Mr. Hyde. Earnestly, um, how much do you think that was Miller's intentional writing that that doesn't sound like Strife? Zero. Or just Miller's, yeah, like Miller's yeah. one line is. Positively zero. Absolutely zero. Uh, I I, yeah, there, there's no way that was intentional. Um, this is such a funny mixed bag of villains. This is a fucking royal sampler of, you know, you hit random on Marvel Snap. Uh, and this he, is your team. He was definitely just throwing darts at a guide to the Marvel Universe, something like that. Yeah. It's cool, though, to, to see uh, Steve uh, Niven write, draw some characters you'd never draw. You yeah. know, like, how mm-hmm. likely was it for this artist to get a shot at Mr. Hyde? And he looks cool. Yeah. You know, it's like he's singing a formal Hulk. <laughs> you have something uh, i've got i've got hulk prom can you can you hook me something up <laughs> i need to go to hulk prom no not a joke hulk most romantic it. one that there is uh, <laughs> joe date it uh the uh so they start beating up on wolverine and and gwen uh, you mentioned this in the last uh episode of the podcast this is where they're like they they it's it's like they've just discovered team up so like what you know you know how many supervillains there are for superheroes? We could just all team up and beat your ass. It's like the first time that they ever thought to form a team, ever. And it's worth yes. noting, this is an idea that Mark Miller thinks is the coolest idea in the world. This is the exact idea behind Wanted, too. All the supervillains yeah. teamed up and killed all the heroes. Yeah, it it is very uh, just classic Miller stuff. And, you know, so the idea is... When we do, when I talk about Mark Miller being cynical about superhero comics, this is part of what I'm talking about. Um, where like the mere idea that the villains outnumber the heroes is something he cannot think past and chooses not to. He's like, oh yeah, it makes no sense. Why don't all the all of them just devour the the few? And there's a suspension of disbelief that happens when we read comics, where you're like, yeah, they wouldn't do that though because they're all assholes and they all have different goals. You know, this is them act. These are all low lifes and crooks who don't get along. You know, that's the real reason in the comics. Mark Miller is always just like, what if they didn't, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, this presupposes what if they, they did get along. I think you know? the, the villain that specifically just made me go, wait a second. I know for a fact that they wouldn't get along with this was blob. I was just like, blob, why would blob do this? He's not yeah. that kind of villain. Well, Magneto does it too. Magneto ends up being part of those people. And that's, you know, Magneto is arguably not a villain, uh, you know, it's here, but uh, like through numerous times throughout his history the weird thing is that when mark miller comes up with these ideas i think that they do have mixed success like i think this is kind of irritating to just you know the idea that they're just everyone's gonna team together and i kind of stress this enough this isn't what what is actually happening this is what's happening elsewhere in the world but not in the scene yeah. you know because what we'll talk about uh one of the, my favorite executions of something similar to that is he had um his spider-man run which i have a lot of affection for uh i haven't reread it so i don't know if it holds up but he has somebody talk to him. He's like, hey, you ever notice how most of the people you fight are just jabronis with super suits? 
Like, why do you think that is? And Spider-Man's like, I, you know, I don't know. And the idea was that somebody out there in the government is creating those villains to stop superheroes from like dealing with anything real. You know, if, if there really was a superhero, they could end poverty. You know, they could, they could fight dictators. They could do all that stuff, but he has to keep them busy with fucking stilt man, you know, that, uh, robbing banks. Yeah. No, that Spider-Man you know, runs pretty good. Like in terms I remember of liking stuff. that idea. Yeah. Like, I'm like, that's a cool idea. Like, you know, the idea that Spider-Man has just been fighting just the dumbest guys with power suits for his entire life. Like, what could he do if he wasn't busy with all this small change? You know, maybe some actual good. I thought that was a cool idea. It's a kind of a variation on this one where he takes these ideas you can pull out of a superhero trope list and kind of turn them on their end a little bit. Uh, you know, another ding, I would say a cool thing that Mark Miller sometimes does. Yeah. Uh, that he does not do in this comic. Um, the, uh, the, some X-Man, uh, indistinguishable who it is, uh, says, Hey, everybody get in the tunnels, you know, it could be uh, Kitty Pride, but who knows? <laughs> like, it, it could be the hair color is wrong. I thought, but yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're not wrong on that. Um, yeah. and the next few, the next few pages are just like Wolverine being able to murder a bunch of supervillains, right? Like no problem. Yep. Um, in such a fashion as like, you just kind of wonder like why we weren't doing this before. <laughs> Like this seems like yes. a real easy, like I bet if you, if, I bet if Doctor Octopus got murdered by Wolverine, there would be no other Doctor Octopuses around, right? Like they'd be like, ah, oh, that seems like a bad thing to do. <laughs> and they they explain it in the book why uh, that's apparently happening. Mm-hmm. You know, like why he's having such an easy time, but it still reads as weak sauce. It's one of those things where something doesn't make sense, and then a character just like slaps a verbal band aid over it. Yeah. You know, uh, and it's like that Wolverine could fight all these guys easily and just kill them all in one shot and that he gets fooled by what we're going to find out is ultimately an illusion Mm -hmm. uh, here. As as he kills them all, he's telling the children to run. Everyone's acting very shocked by what's happening. Yeah. uh, Here. And he Uh, he kills the last one. Yeah. This is extremely violent. Like this is like horrifying. Uh, And eventually him and it's just him and um, Bullseye. Bullseye. And they, they trade a bunch of hits and eventually he just is able to stab him um this makes no fucking sense he's like we we fought for 90 minutes <laughs> you know uh there and it turns out bullseye was fucking jubilee yep uh who not only did we already see get impaled in the head with a board but could not uh, but also jubilee couldn't hold off wolverine for 90 no, minutes i don't care i don't care what dream world we are <laughs> we're in <laughs> wolverine, wolverine would not i don't care what kind of fight or brainwashing thing jubilee would not be able to like run away from wolverine for 90 minutes if he wanted to kill her he, again mark miller can only hold one idea in his head so he wanted to have this this final fight and then he wanted to have the person it was be revealed to somebody who was close to wolverine mm-hmm. but he hadn't like updated his file since the 90s or something so it's Jubilee. It's not armor. It's not Kitty Pride. Like somebody who could <laughs> theoretically maybe fight. Uh, you know, it's Jubilee. Uh, and this is pre-vampire Jubilee. Yeah, this is not even. Um, this is not even powered up to Jubilee. Um, I really like uh, Bullseye. Says, you know, why are you doing this? You're supposed to be our friends. And Wolverine goes, huh? Uh, <laughs> Un Wolverine like. Uh, and who did it? It turns out to be Mysterio. Uh, here. Now, it's worth noting, uh, this is not our Mysterio. Uh, I didn't realize this until I was reading about this, because it's like, this is above Mysterio's pay grade. Uh, Mysterio does special effects, like Industrial Light Magic. This is Mysterio 3, uh, who has mind control powers. Uh, it's not just special effects. 
So he didn't he didn't use smoke and mirrors to turn all the X Men into supervillains. He used he was controlling Wolverine's mind. I would very much rather it have been smoke and mirrors. Like the, I just want to see like the whole issue of the setup process. <laughs> It'd be, it'd be amazing. Like the Mythbusters. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, th- we're th- this caps off with a, a double-page spread of all of the X-Men completely dead. Uh, and, you know, Wolverine obviously being completely horrified by it. Um, and I don't know, man. I don't know even if brainwashed, enraged Wolverine could take on all of the X-Men and, and manage to murder yeah. all of them. Uh, but it doesn't matter because no, this is comic books. Not. Um, <laughs> and they, they say that again they they put a little verbal band-aid they're like mysterio made him smell like the x-men yeah. or smell like the villains also the only reason why i won is because they hesitated you know uh so that they, again just like a little tiny one word band-aid i feel like the moment this that thing you that's... murder the first x-men is that's when the x-men stop hesitating to murder you Ooh. back right <laughs> the first time that you see I... fucking uh oh shit Wolverine just killed Gambit. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Oh shit! Wolverine just killed Storm. Okay, oh, well, wait, give him a chance, guys. Give everybody back up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh no, not Havoc. Havoc's fine. Let, Let him know. work. Yeah. Let him work. Uh, and it's it's not the first time Wolverine's turned evil. Like Wolverine was fucking death with with the apo- you know Apocalypse's horseman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wolverine has has gotten mind controlled. All of the X Men have been mind controlled. The X Men must have a system in place for one of them going crazy and starting to fight. You know. It just he it it's so frustrating because Mark Miller needed to get to this place that I think is kind of cool, this this wastelands alternate future for the Marvel universe, but he just gets there through through the shitty shortcut, uh you know you know I don't uh I don't want to spoil a book for anybody but um there's a Stephen King wrote a sequel to The Shining called Doctor Sleep and uh, throughout that book which is based on the kid from The Shining uh he's it's one of the like mysteries is he did something horrible. And it, it caused him to, like, you know, pull back from alcoholism and change his life and all this other stuff. And at the end, uh, you finally realize, like, you finally get told what, what he thought was so horrible. And he finally, like, I guess I am just going to spoil this book for everybody. <laughs> Sorry, Dr. Sleep fans. <laughs> um, and at the end, he, like, confesses this to his, like, AA group or whatever. And it's just the most, like, banal stuff in the world. Like, it's nothing, like, everybody in the room is 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 just, like, listening, obviously. But as the audience, you're like, oh, that's not. Like it, I thought this was going to be way fucking worse, right? And I almost kind of wish it yeah. was that. Like I almost wish it was something where like it didn't have to be, like it, I, like Mark Miller sat down and was like, "What's the worst thing Wolverine could do?" I was like, "Oh, he would murder the entire X Men, right?" Like, and I, but I wish it was something a little bit deeper than that of him like realizing that he was on a path or blah 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 blah, and it just he had to pull back from that. But but whatever, we get we get a two page spread he, of a bunch of dead X Men, which I think is the whole point of this even him book. killing one X Man. Sure. You know, could have caused enough guilt to kind of send him in a spiral, you know, and then the guilt could be he missed out on the big fight, you know, because uh, he talks about that. He like he ignored the big standoff that all the rest of the superheroes were having. Maybe that could be the guilt. Like Literally he actually kills Jubilee. Been all we're describing here is, is schism which is something that did this exact same thing <laughs> this is we actually yeah. i just realized i've read this before i'm describing something i have read <laughs> <laughs> Um, um at, before yeah. uh, we get too far away from this, Steve McNiven drawing characters doesn't get to draw all the time. I love the way he draws Jubilee. I don't know. There's something really uh aesthetically pleasing about that. That's a great drawing yeah. of Jubilee. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's great nineties Jubilee. I love those sunglasses. Yeah, same. Um yeah, good shit. Uh his his Mr. Sinister is good. All of this stuff is good. I love Steve McNiven. 
Mark Miller's like weird thing of being held up by phenomenal artists between like this and ultimates and, and civil war and stuff. Like he always gets these dream artists that elevate his stuff. Yeah. Uh, make it really fun to look at. Um, and then we um, find out what he did after this, which is uh, wander into the woods. This is so funny. Uh, where the animals I, were scared of him, and we just get four goats <laughs> just running away from and him. And I just go, oh, shit, it's Wolverine. Oh, no, it's that guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> see you later. It's like he's playing Elden Ring and like the goats when the goats run away. <laughs> uh, but his plan here is to kill himself by putting his head on a train track, mm-hmm. uh, which is just a really irresponsible way to derail a train, uh, it feels like. Uh, it doesn't happen here, but I feel like if a train. If a train can derail from a penny, it can certain derail, certainly derail from an adamantium skull. Yeah, I absolutely. feel like they you know? forgot that the rest of his skeleton is covered in adamantium. It definitely yeah. seems like they forgot. Like, why would you ever think this would work if you were Wolverine? Like, it's not going to penetrate your it, brain. It's such a funny panel, too. It is a very funny panel. <laughs> Just, whoa! <laughs> um, getting his head run over by the train. So he tried to commit suicide, and he couldn't. You know, you can see these things that uh, the movie Logan took, mm-hmm. right? So, like, in the movie Logan, Charles Xavier killed all the X-Men with a psychic attack. Uh, in the movie, Wolverine has a way to kill himself. He's got the adamantium bullet. You know, you can see what they what they drew from the movie from here, you know. Um, and uh, so Wolverine says, you know, because I did that, don't you dare make fun of me for not popping claws. Uh, and he says, I wouldn't, you know, they're they're friends now. Yeah, they have uh, they have bonded through yeah. the through the share trauma. Yeah, we get a one page subplot with uh, Dwight, uh, who's the kid who found an, an Ant Man helmet, who charges them eighty cents to cross a bridge. Uh, I love it. Uh, Hawkeye's like, yeah, eighty cents, stay out of trouble. He's like, have a good one. He's like, are you serious? He's like, yeah, we're always serious. And they see all the skeletons uh, down below the bridge that he's used the Ant Man helmet to kill. Perfect. Uh, love Dwight. Yep, uh-huh. this is great. They managed to get to Illinois uh, and they're driving through um, and just, you know, kind of basically just talking about all, you know, Logan's problems. Uh, and we see behind them for the first time, the Venom T-Rex uh, with the tiny arms. And then we get a uh, teaser saying next issue, Venom strikes. Uh, I want a whole issue of Venom T-Rex and or just nope. honestly, the symbiote just popping from dinosaur to dinosaur or controlling like a fleet of dinosaurs would be so fucking good. Yeah. Have we ever had a Venom Wolverine? Has, that seems cool. Have to have, right? That has to have happened. Yeah. Uh, I can you know, say Gwen? that there was an issue of Mighty Avengers New Avengers when Bendis wrote where there were a bunch of Venom symbiotes falling down on New York. And uh, uh, one tried to attach to Wolverine. Chocolate and rain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the canonical explanation is that his healing factor rejects it too fast. Uh, apparently it happened in the 1960s when uh, oh. Wolverine was in Vietnam <laughs> okay in the real life 60s I was like in the comics he wasn't Wolverine wasn't <laughs> extant yet maybe some fucking wild shit to happen in like the golden age of Marvel uh, uh, Eddie Brock discovers that the US Army created symbiote soldiers back in the 1960s wait 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 wait, wait. the symbiotes <laughs> didn't come to earth until Spider-Man what the fuck that makes no sense yeah well sorry Give me a no prize uh, for that one. Y'all, I'm Uh, I'm just, I have to, I have to, oh my God. I'm more incredible. No no prize, you have to explain it, Gwen. It's it's not just for pointing things out. You have to say how it could work. This was all, this was all revealed in an issue of Web of Venom called 
Venom. V E apostrophe N A M. Wait, 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 hold on. That might be a, oh. a, a battle world thing now that I'm hearing that. Venom. Venom. Oh, that's respectful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no, this is battle Imagine world. Being a this, is secret, this is Secret Wars. Oh, I'm going to read that. I've read because... a bunch of Secret Wars and Battle Worlds, but I'm going to read the shit out of Venom. Oh. Venom. Right. Oh my god. Yeah. Venom Venom Nom. Vietnam. It's a portmanteau <laughs> of the real war. And I cannot remind people enough. Country. <laughs> Abs- uh, actual, actual country that exists. <laughs> yeah. That people uh come from who are alive today. Uh Venom. That's so funny. God, what you know how uh YouTube is always showing like kids react to dial-up telephone. Shit like that. I would love like Vietnam reacts to reading Vietnam uh, as a YouTube reaction video. It's incredible shit. Oh, I'm in love. I got to read that. Uh, we go over to the next issue 71. Uh, the cover is uh, Wolverine with a bunch of bullets in his face uh, here. And uh, this is part six. They're being chased by uh, this Venom T-Rex. Yep. Uh, uh, and they are spied upon about a, a very obvious Emma Frost. Um, and yep. There's a cannon and a spider buggy, which uh, obviously Hawkeye is not very good at aiming. Uh, and they are eventually, uh, Wolverine sees ahead of them Black Bolt because Emma Frost has sent Black Bolt out. And he whispers the word stop and it explodes Venom uh, off of the T-Rex. Unfortunately, yeah. this was only six pages and I wanted 60 pages. RIP Jeremy's yeah. personal opinions about this he, comic book. I, I do like Black Bolt versus Venom. You know, Black uh, Venom being sensitive to sound. I like it whenever Black Bolt talks. Uh, that always works for me. Mm-hmm. And I like this that. redesign of Black Bolt. I think Black cool. Bolt was on the moon. Why is he here? I think they do explain that actually in uh, one of the other comics that takes place in this universe. Okay. Um, yeah. How the Inhumans uh, tie into it's it. Because he, because was, there's... he was embarrassed to be on the moon after that TV show came out. He was like, I can't be associated with this. <laughs> like, I'm out of here. What TV I don't show? care if Ramsey Bolton's here. I don't remember a TV show. <laughs> uh, man, one day I'm going to make uh, Gary Canada. watch the first episode for that for like charity or something, and he's just going to be horrified. Hell yeah. <clears throat> Not all I'm of excited. the episodes, but just the first one. Uh, remember when they thought uh, they could replace the X-Men with the Inhumans? What a time. I do. Mm. Yeah. I didn't realize that, that um, the seeds for that were planted in uh, Jonathan Hickman's Infinity uh, thing, um, which I just read for the first time, which is a good comic. Like, I like that event. Uh, actually, I'd never read it before. Um, reading Jonathan Hickman's Avengers shit. And uh, yeah, that's what plants the seeds for that. That's where the Terrigen mists come to Earth and make a bunch more Inhumans. Uh, for weird rights issues. Boy, and, because companies were fighting. And y'all can watch a bunch of that in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. like season four through six or something before they before yes. they eventually are like, well, wait, this all sucks. See you later. We didn't have to do that. Yeah. Oh, shit. We'll just buy them. We'll just buy the mutants. Who gives a shit? Now we've got Ghost Rider. Uh, Let's go. <laughs> There's a weird little thing that happens here uh, when they arrive uh, in this zone with Emma Frost and Black Bolt and the remaining mutants, where they do have some um, kind of little hints of things they don't fully explain. Like Hawkeye accuses Emma Frost of uh, making, you know, screwing everybody over. You know, the mutants fucked everybody over. They, uh, they, out of marriage. And it's, is it because she married Black Bolt? I think it's, I thought it was implied that she married, uh, <laughs> 
Red Skull, to be honest with you. Obviously, I have missed this completely. I really thought it's she, hard to tell because yeah. they keep referring to Red Skull as the president, right? Like they don't they don't yes. say his name, but for some reason, I just assumed that she made the deal with Red Skull to like keep a small squadron of these people alive, and that's how, why she was still here. Yeah, it's hard to tell. You know, uh, I like this little bit of you know Wolverine being like, "How are you so young?" And she's like, "I'm the most powerful telegraph in the world. I can make you see what I want." You know, so she's not young; she's decrepit. Mm-hmm. But there, and also, this is not this weird little utopia place. She's just making them see this very ceremonial uh, place. All these robed figures. I like that. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, f- um, I feel like this conversation when she when Hawkeye accuses her of something, and she's like, and he's like, you know what I'm talking about, and she says, I'm a survivor. He says, you had Black Bolt on your side, and they had Loki, Dormammu, and Magneto. Uh, so, like, I feel like she positioned herself on the opposite side of that fight, right? So, I honestly yeah. cannot figure out what he's, what he, I guess, what he's aiming for. Do, do you have any idea? Gwen, do you know? I missed the what, rephrase what question for me. Sorry. Uh, what's, what is uh, Emma referring to? Like, what, what did Emma do the day that bad guys won or whatever? I, I didn't saying, get like, anything out of that. Like, nothing specific. Okay. I, like, my, my assumption was just that it had something to do with her. Uh, at the time, being a relatively fresh on the hero side of things. Mm, mm-hmm. That's at least what I think Mark Miller was thinking about. Mm. Uh, Hawkeye does call her a skank uh, in this. Classic. Hawkeye, who does not speak in Hawkeye's voice at all. Uh, I hope you can keep a secret, skank. Classic. Uh, kids. Uh, the, she read his mind, though. She saw what he's transporting. This whole, we haven't really talked about it the whole time. Uh, Wolverine is assuming that they're transporting drugs and Hawkeye is being cagey about what they're transporting. Oh, maybe uh, because we see them leave after this and Doom is watching. Dr. Doom is watching over them. Maybe she married Doom. Oh, it is in Doom's territory. Yeah, so maybe that's I what the whole I can see that she like, maybe made like a pact with Doom to yeah. kind of like leave her alone. And I could see Doom being the kind of person to be like, yeah. Sure, whatever. Yeah. Doom has long time wanted restrained to use of Doom. Mar- marry an X Man, so he's he's that's been one of his <laughs> goals for a while. <laughs> if not Storm, he'll he'll settle. <clears throat> the uh, even though again, just the the weird. I can't imagine Doom being like, okay, I'll take this tiny portion of the the country. You know, you get to have uh, everything else. Red Skull. That's not All really right. Doom. I, like ignore yeah. the age difference, but Doom and Magic would make a power couple. I. Think. Ooh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, there could be there could Tune be a really that. fun storyline. Mm-hmm. I as do I would like to see Doom at least meet her. That would be fun. Uh, I just I'm frustrated by this too. Earlier, they're like, "Thank God you're not in Doom's area because it's awful." And like one of Nothing. the cool things about Doctor Doom in Latveria is that it's pretty nice there. Yeah, like they love him. You know, uh, he he's it is Doom is definitely a villain, but he's got an attractive side to him you know, is part of the cool thing about Doom. It's like the appealing part of fascism. You know, everything in its place, everything's very well protected. Everyone's provided for. Sometimes writers do write it as a, you know, as Unterland, basically. But a lot of times, uh, Latveria is pretty good. You know? Yeah. Not not a um, particularly Doom moment for a Doom cameo. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, wow. They make it to Pim Falls, Connecticut, uh, and Wolverine asks, yep. why do they call it Pim Falls? You're going to find a remote, find out here directly and it's just because pim fell there <laughs> that's, that's yep. the and his skeleton yeah and his skeleton has been there. there for a while um and he's so tiny uh, no one found him yeah, that'd be incredible if pim falls was just this microscopic point <laughs> um, <laughs> <and it's> just, <laughs> like, 
that, that, that's Cassie Lane. That's uh, that's down the way. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, Very good. Did, did you notice the tiny little red dot inside uh, Pim's head, inside his skull? I like to assume that's people who live in there because I would fucking live in there. Um, in this world. <laughs> You'd live in Ant Man. Uh, you would live in Ant Man. Yeah, really? in his skull. No way. Absolutely yeah. not. I love Hank Pym. I'd live in his skull. It'd be great. You don't want to live in a big skull. I don't. No. I mean, I want to live in a house. Not, a universe, like, not to get Simpsons with you, but I want to live in a nice house with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want that too. I'm saying if I lived in the Wastelands version of the Marvel Universe. Oh, well, I definitely you know. don't want to pay rent to the Hulk gang. Yeah. I mean, I, the honest thing is I would, I would live in the, the Kingpin zone because he, they treat him the best. You know, that's where things are the nicest. Yeah, you could you probably know? like lay low uh, in the Kingpin zone pretty easily, I think. Yeah. yeah. Unless you had or, a skull Or, you house. know, if... <laughs> They would probably yeah. notice. As long that. as I'm fantasizing, maybe I'd be a mutant. <laughs> Who gives a shit? I'd, I'd hang out with Emma Frost. Did you see all these little cars driving out of uh, Pim's skull? I love that they did a little tunnel for it. What what page are uh, you on? What are you looking at? Like the big spread? The the, the big double page spread. Aren't those trees? Yeah, look at look at. No, look look uh, closely on the um, on the road that's coming out of his skull oh i guess there's little cars there's our little cars going through like a little like a little uh fucking pim tunnel i guess <laughs> yeah a, a pim channel we got a pim channel going on that's yeah that so weird why did you guys just yeah. drill a hole in the top i didn't even see this oh my god <laughs> god you have to really zoom in like that is actually they are literally just drilled a hole in that dude's head to drive through yeah yeah fantastic uh, <laughs> incredible uh, so that you have to drive through Pim's skull to get to New York City, uh, which is the Red Skull's uh, totalitarian zone. Yep. Uh, I love this statue that he's made of himself, where he's one of his hands is just holding all of the dead <laughs> Avengers. <laughs> all the little Avengers. Dude, this is great. <laughs> he's got a handful of Avengers action figures. Say what you want. Like, <laughs> super villains with this kind of style will always win me over. Like, this is fantastic. Like, not, yeah. not only am I building a statue to myself uh, where I am cock forward, I'm also holding all of my dead enemies in my hand. Like, this is... Hell yeah. yeah. This, is, this is exactly I, what you want from a super villain. The dead enemies uh, in the hand. Real nice touch. Right, and yeah, you get Alicia totally. Masters commission her for it. It's sure. great. What is she? Oh doing? yeah, yeah. Well, she's probably yeah. bored. Doesn't <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> have uh, boyfriend yeah. anymore. Yeah. I heard. Yeah, I, I'm no longer. I'm not quite a superhero. Don't kill me, please. Um, the uh, this is where Hawkeye comes clean about what's going on. He's like, you know, you think this is drugs? That's just a cover story, dude. Hawkeye uses his famous catchphrase. Uh, and says, you know, that's not what I'm doing. We're still going to get you back home. We're going to give you your money. You know, uh, you know, he's talking about them being, why are they dealing with me? And we find out what he's doing and what he's doing is he's selling or giving a bunch of super serum to fat Hitler, fat Hitler. That's the only uh, thing I can think of that in this. Yeah. Fat Hitler. It's such a choice to draw this guy this way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's a really weird choice. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, uh, the idea, this is supposed to be a resistance and, uh, these are super serum things that will make 99 super soldiers, you know, uh, so they can fight back against Red Skull. Yep. Uh, take back the world. And he's, he's only got one price. Uh, he's only got one request is that he wants some of the super serum, uh, to be able to fight alongside the rebel alliance. And they're like, well, that seems stupid, but yeah, sure. Uh, and because, of course, all of this is just a sting operation. Uh, somebody comes in with a machine gun and lights up Wolverine. Uh, Fat Hitler shoots Hawkeye immediately. And this was, this was all a setup so that they could capture 
um, uh, Hawkeye. Yeah, this is S.H.I.E.L.D., who now works for Red Skull. Yep. Uh, he controls it. Uh, there is no hope. It's a bleak universe, uh, kids. Uh, they, they execute Hawkeye. Dead Hawkeye, to be continued. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 D. Earnestly, Clint? Uh, with... For a big poop. Yeah, it's pretty stupid. Uh, no assurances, no nothing. Uh, we get 72. This is a very iconic cover of a Red Skull dressed up in Captain America's uniform, being real gross. Uh, standing out. This is the last uh, proper issue, and the next one's a giant size for the finale. This is uh, part seven. Um, and we see the moment where Red Skull uh, got his revenge on Captain America. Finally. Uh, here. Yep. In the, the crumbling, uh, the Capitol building uh, being destroyed. And there. he tells uh, Captain America that he got the White House and the rest of the villains are chopping up America. Uh, and then he presumably pushes his eyes into his brain. Uh, and then we cut to the present time where he is just looking over all of his collected memorabilia because he is uh, outside of Thor's hammer, which he can't pick up. Um, he's collected mm-hmm. all like pieces of the uh, Avengers ensemble, including just one of Thing's hands. Which I love that so is, much. Honestly, I, I, the Red Skull in this issue is so dumb and so incredibly over the top that, I, that it's like Mr. Sinister, right? Where I just have to love him at that point. It's real I, campy. This is one of my favorite Ed Forty things in the comic. I actually think Red Skull, having defeated his enemies, dressed in their old clothes, is a perfect move. It, it's real good. Anytime we see one of these trophy cases, I always like it too, because it mm-hmm. becomes like fun spot the detail. I love uh, Silver Surfer's surfboard broken in half. That's on a good the left. One. Like, that's real great. Um, I would have been wearing the cape, uh, Doctor Strange's cape. That thing can do stuff. One of uh, um, one of uh, uh, Angel's wings, Ghost Rider's jacket, Punisher's gear. Weirdly, yep. a pair of the Hulk's shorts. That doesn't make sense. That's a that's a weird choice to to grab just his shorts. Finally, but also <laughs> he's pick. alive. Yeah, that that is also true. He just he just shed those. Oh, I, well, um, I mean, we, I just noticed I, that he had those. Not too far When we do see yeah. the Hulk later, he would not fit into those pants. And yeah. I, I'm going to guess those are Amadeus Cho's shorts. Good point. Or Red Hulk shorts. Did Amadeus Cho get Hulk powers? Good for him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, beca- he becomes the awesome Hulk. Uh, it's a pretty fun, it's a fun run. Um, it's pretty funny that the, he has uh, Wolverine's uh, mask here. I just, I just, yeah. I just picked up on that. <laughs> like, and what, what a bummer that Wolverine doesn't grab it on his way out. Doesn't that seem like something that would be a real no-brainer? Mm-hmm. Um, the... Uh, you know, so he's uh, he's talking to all his trophies. You know, uh, he has a wife uh, here too. Where he's like, my wife cons- considers me more, but I don't know who his wife is unless that's supposed to be Emma Frost. That's, I assume that, it's that's Doom. what gave me the Emma Frost vibes, but I'm pretty yeah. sure that she married Doctor Doom or something. Who knows? Who the fuck knows at this point? Yeah, we we don't know. Uh, he, one of his uh, commanders comes in and says, "We found uh, those corpses. Uh, should I say they're unavailable since you're playing with your toys?" He goes, "No, no, no send them in." <laughs> uh, and uh he sends them in and all these goons have never seen this before and they're like pretty spooked out because look there's there's the iron man suit it's right there dude in the you know? in the panel where fat hitler is walking in on the bottom left hand side he just has like a like beast torso it's to- like his whole he has like a bust but like a, the real fucking chest and head of beasts in this thing oh that's fucking yeah foul. wow <laughs> that is awful that's <laughs> that pretty rough i didn't even notice uh, that yeah they couldn't couldn't collect anything from beast other than his shoulders Jesus. like his shoulders and head yeah 
nasty. Uh, they are delivering Hawkeye uh, for money. Yep. You know, uh, the, uh, you know, this is, he wants to collect all these dead superheroes. It's an ego thing for him. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. Wolverine has a healing factor and begins to wake up. Um, and we have, yes. we've finally done it, everybody. We finally made Wolverine mad enough to start fighting back for the first time. He doesn't pop his claws, though. Keep in mind, that's another Which is uh, thing. Just really an excuse to give us an extended cut of Wolverine using every other superhero's tool set. Yep. Which, yeah, earnestly isn't that interesting in the grand scheme of things. It's not a great fight. It's a weird thing where Steve uh, McNiven is an artist who I really like, but the fight scenes are not my favorite. You know that that he does. Uh, at least in this book, they're maybe they're just not directed super well. You know. Uh, and even Red Skull at this point, I'm very frustrated because he says, look at you. You're so pathetic. You won't even pop your adamantium claws. <laughs> won't pop them. You just won't pop them. Yeah. Once you stop, you just can't pop. There's also a, a really, uh, a really terrible uh, Red Skull line earlier where uh, one of the goons is like, there's something wrong with this body. Um, Red Skull says, of course there is. You've riddled him with bullets. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, what the fuck? Yeah, that's a terrible line. Yeah. And and the whole, I mean, again, it just it's it's Red Skull acting really stupid because his whole point of doing the sting was to collect more dead superheroes. Like he wanted to get Hawkeye. He has to know Wolverine's still out there. You know, he's not in his like his only his mask is in his trophy case. Like he would maybe know Wolverine was still about. And they've met a bunch of times. You know, like I feel like you'd recognize him and be like, oh, that something's wrong because it's Wolverine. You fools, you brought him right into my office. But that's not the comic we're in. Yeah. Um. Wolverine grabs Captain America's shield. Red Skull grabs the Black Knight's sword, the Ebony Blade, uh, and they they fight. Uh, and Red Skull is very frustrated because uh, you know Wolverine got the shield. Wolverine gets the upper hand and cuts off Red Skull's head with the shield. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Lord help me! I'm going back to the old. That's day. it. Yep. Um, and he he escapes. He puts on bits of Iron Man armor. Uh, blast open the White House and then jets out. Because I, I love uh, the idea that just like one part of Iron Man armor just works. <laughs> it's, yeah, you don't the, need the, the entire him, suit to connect together. Yeah. Uh, yep. The, the scene of him with the shorts, with the, the cutoff shorts with the Iron Man under it, it looks like Iron Man's a never nude. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> picture. It's, it's phenomenal. Like, what a funny, dumb image. I don't... It wouldn't have been hard to make it just a whole suit. I don't know why they didn't. Um, so he he flies back. Uh, is the whole point. He doesn't quite get enough. Uh, he's running out of fuel. He can't make it. Uh, he crashes and he has to walk the rest of the way. Uh, and the big reveal is he gets there and the Hulk gang got bored and killed his family. Ah, uh, did not see that coming at all. Yep. Um, but yeah, murder them pretty and then brutally. Of course, <laughs> all to earn a full splash page. Of the sound effect, snick. <laughs> snicked. Yep. Double page spread. Snicked. Uh, Not Logan, bub. You know, it's Wolverine. I, um... Wolverine. I, I, I don't know if this came out before or after that, like, kind of internet meme panel of Jubilee saying he, he doesn't actually... They don't actually make the noise, Snick. That's just him saying it. Um, this came out way, way before I that. figured it did, but, like, I just... Like, yeah. if you think about it, him just, like, screaming Snick at this <laughs> moment, though... <laughs> Oh, it's so fun. Like, it, just the, the top of his lungs. Right? Just Snacked. blood-curdling scream. Yeah. 
I love it. Uh, this wraps up in giant size old man Logan at number one, which means it's kind of annoying to read on the app. Um, you have to go to a, like, I hate the giant sizes are considered separate series. I love Marvel Unlimited, but a reading order, like how is there not a better reading order system on this book? Yeah. If you, uh, just to, I mean, it's, I didn't have this problem at all because I just went to the reading guide and it just lists them all in order and uh, it's at the end. Yeah, but I well, yeah, but you can the next issue thing. Yeah. I want to be able to click from one issue to the next. I'll go back to a thing. Uh, sounds like you guys are just lazy. God, Jeremy, Y'all going back. Lazy. Skill issue. <clears throat> yeah. um, I am lazy. Uh, this last issue, where we we start off in the Hulk gang's watering hole, uh, where several members of the Hulk gang are washing up after murdering Wolverine's family, and they're very excited because uh, one of the kids found some VHS tapes of Jim Belushi movies um, that they're going to watch because they're hillbillies. And that's what American Hillbillies like is Jim Belushi. Jim Belushi movies, absolutely. Um, yeah. Of course, you know Wolverine pops out. He's he has done pop them claws, uh, and he he murders these yep. two as they are taking a bath. Wolverine's not wearing a shirt in the panel. We only see him from the waist up. Y'all think he's naked? Yep. I hope so. I uh, like Brock. Like he loves to kill. Exactly. Naked. That's exactly what mm-hmm. I was thinking. Yeah. That's exactly the vibe that I was going for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would have been very brave for just to have him nude for the rest of the issue god i would have really liked that to be honest and take a full berserker mode waiting for a comic on yeah. <laughs> spectrum and corn cob tv um the uh so he's, he's on a killing spree and that's basically the whole fucking issue yeah uh nothing else happens we get some weird world building uh they're at sunny stark's bar which is really interesting like i don't know if it's supposed to be a descendant of tony stark it's the only thing that would make sense where the hulk gang are all sitting around eating people uh you know, because they're cannibals. That's what they do. And we get Scenester Emo Hulk. Yeah. Uh, here as a featured extra. And uh, he doesn't last long um, because uh, Wolverine comes in and just starts murdering everybody. He's put on his shirt, though. So he he murder, he murders some people in a yeah. bathtub or in a river and was <laughs> like, did. let me get my jeans yeah. and my boots and then I'm ready yep. to go. There's a thing later where he's yeah. he's like, fetch me my trench coat. And I just wanted to throw my iPad across the room. But we'll we'll get there eventually. <laughs> <laughs> The, so we're, yeah, we're, there's like yeah. it goes scene by scene where he's just sort of killing Hulk dudes, and there's way more Hulks than we've ever met until this issue. Yes, like until now we had seen three Hulks, and we were under the impression, or at least I was, that there were four Hulks in total. No, there are dozens of Hulks. There, there's an entire trailer park full of Hulks. Um, there is a we cut over to other Hulks celebrating the murder of Wolverine's family. And they've celebrated it by going to a uh, a, a horror house, going to a, a brothel. Trucker um, Pacific. Yes. Trucker Hulk uh, at Hef's Mansion, Hugh Hefner's Mansion, which the madam has turned into. And we saw, see all these ladies who have been uh, had sex with by the Hulks. Um, they're not hurting or anything. You know, they don't look happy. Which is the implication. No, they're not. You know, they just look like they're sleeping yeah. to me. Um, Worn out. Yeah. Yeah. Very worn out. Um, and uh, we cut down and we get Wolverine. Now he's in his trench coat and hat. He's he, where did he get the hat? Did he just did he find it between panels? Or did he steal it from drops. someone? He, he kills the Hulks and they explode into drops. And every once in a while, one of them's gold or better. And you pick it up. It? Oh, yeah. The plus, that's a plus three hat trench coat. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus on his intimidation check. Against these Hulks. And uh, he, he uses his classic Wolverine tagline here, which is, try me. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, um, it's the same tagline that a Tickle Me Elmo has. <laughs> um, 
So uh, we cut over to Banner's lair, which is the trailer park outside of the cave that Banner lives in. Uh, the and the Lady group. Banner. Yeah. 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 Uh, the, the whole idea is that Banner set this up. Yeah. He wanted and this to happen. The other big piece of info we get on this page is that Banner is pale pink skinned, not green like the rest of the books. Yes. Uh, the way that he kills a lot of the Hulks at once is by tying one of the Hulks to a bunch of explosives uh, that he somehow got and then tying him to a fantastic car and sending it into the trailer park uh, and blowing up the trailer park, killing a bunch of Hulks. No more games. You know? No more talking. I'm just here to kill you people. <laughs> is this, yep. the, uh, uh, this is the dialogue in this, especially in this giant sized issue is just atrocious. <laughs> it, it's, it's rough. And, and we were, we're halfway through it. Uh, it's going to end so quickly. Mm-hmm. It's just Hulk. It's just murders. Um, I do like, uh, you know, so he gets there. He's like banner come out and banner is just an old man, uh, but he punches him and he has Hulk strength. Yeah. I like the idea of an old man who just has Hulk strength. Same. That was wow. a, that is a cool twist. I do like that. And lest anyone who's listening has forgotten, Wolverine's first appearance was as an atta- antagonist. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Which I uh, which we read on this uh, this show, and it's real weird. It's mostly about uh, Sasquatch. <laughs> it really is. Or mostly yeah. about. <laughs> it's yeah, a, oh yeah, it is. It's, about, it's a weird comic. Uh, or yeah. Sas- Windigo and stuff. Yeah. Len Wein uh, was good for his time, but I don't think has aged very well as a writer. Mm. No, feels like a fever dream at this no. podcast. Spent like a, an inordinate amount of time watching and reading Hulk stuff. <laughs> like we spent like a year <laughs> talking about the Hulk for some reason. We, yeah, we we we. It's it's primarily X Men, secondarily a Hulk podcast. <laughs> We're as surprised as you are. <laughs> We're top ten Hulk yeah. podcasts on Apple iTunes right now. Yeah. So yeah, it's fucking bizarre. Mm. Uh, this is where uh. Old man Banner says a couple things like people say I went mad, you know, uh, but who else was I going to mate with beside my cousin? The idea is all these inbred kids came from having sex with uh, She-Hulk. You don't get uh, freaky inbred kids necessarily from first cousins. I'm not advocating it, but it's just it's true. That that, that sentence has the same energy as uh, announcing that, you know, the age of consent in your state. (laughs) I know it does, but I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> I, I I'm not happy about it. I just had to I point mean, it out. Like, I mean, you, you don't get Gary, you don't get inbred kids the, one generation. Yeah, I this. think the implication is this is not one generation of Hulks. No, no, no it's fifty years. No, 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 this is, is many generations. At least of Hulks. two. Yeah, yeah, several several generations of Hulks, and they're going to rebuild. His plan to rebuild the Hulk line is to breed with human women. So I don't know why he had to breed with Jennifer Walters other than just it's edgy Mark Miller. Stuff. I think that's pretty much the, the sum of it. I do like that. He picks up a cow and throws it at Wolverine Dude. and Wolverine has to sh- yeah. t- tear the cow in half. It's just uh, <laughs> this poor cow. Uh, Very big. Spe- uh, fuck that guy specifically right. uh, energy to this panel. <laughs> the cow is like what I fucking do. Uh, it's great. Um, yeah. So the reason why Hulk did all this stuff is because he got bored. Uh, he does not like being a supervillain landlord. Yeah. You know, and Wolverine's re- retort to this is shut up. I mean, he's um, not wrong. He's he's absolutely not wrong. He's, he's not wrong. And he kills uh, Bruce uh, Banner and says, that's for my wife and kids. Uh, unfortunately, he did not kill Bruce Banner. He just awoke the monster that yeah. is the real Hulk. Uh, I like this depiction of the Hulk a lot. Like this. this oh, me monster too. is kind of oh, like yeah. this. This is really super good mutant stuff. Hulk. Yeah. The best great. artists draw the Hulk as an actor. 
Yeah. Yeah. Doing all of that. Um, it's good. That I can't. Is it the? It's not World War Hulk, but the Immortal, the Immortal Hulk. Hulk. Yeah. All of all of that reading That's that stuff is just like, oh yes, this is how it should be all of the time. That runs so yeah. good. Yeah, so yeah. good. Yeah. We'll pivot I'm to that when we pivot it. to Hulk entirely. Exactly. You couldn't get into it. No, I'm getting to it. I just haven't gotten to oh, it. Oh, okay. Yet. Gotcha. But like, I, yeah, I think you'll like I'm it. I'm really looking forward to that. It's high up on. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. It's 50 issues, a self-contained story. It's real trippy and heady and scary and good. As, as um, well as this being is where a he says fantastic people piss. Four defender, I'm also weirdly a Hulk defender. I like a lot of Hulks. There are more good ones than I don't mind a Hulk. Uh, I just recently read a modern Hulk comic uh, that has the stupidest premise that I've heard of in a comic. Do you, do you folk want to hear it? It's, is it better or worse than Venom? Because <laughs> I'm just curious. It's, it's less funny than Venom because it doesn't have, it, I mean, I guess it does have a really shitty portmanteau name. It's called Smastronaut. Oh, my Lord. No. And the idea is that Bruce Banner is in the Hulk psyche piloting him like a starship uh, (laughs) to get away from Earth and go do shit. Uh, And there's scenes on the bridge of the starship where it's Bruce Banner talking to all of his, like, guilt and different representations of himself. And then he's piloting the Hulk, who is controlled by him. Okay. Uh, Like, that is ridiculous. Smastronaut. It's a pretty fun, the first six issues are pretty good, and then it switched into a crossover, so I stopped reading it because I didn't feel like dealing with a crossover, sure. but the first six issues were pretty fun, gotta say. It's in line with uh, Peter David's interpretation on the character, where it was mostly a, not a perfect metaphor for DID, but like an interesting metaphor for DID. Yeah. Yeah. yeah serviceable metaphor. Uh, so this is where Hulk says, people piss themselves when I get angry. Yep. Uh, and takes a big bite out of Wolverine uh, and devours him. That's the big, do you think uh, this A stands for France moment? It very yep. similar. Ugh. Uh, we cut over, it says 12 hours later. Um, and we find the kid who was sent off to get the Jim Belushi movies came back with, uh, and has the Belushi movies, but all his family's all dead. Um, it's really interesting. They turn back into humans when they die. Uh, here. I thought that was fascinating. Oh, that is um, interesting. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't pick up on that yeah. really because they were still kind of green tinted. But yeah, they, they definitely do that. No. Uh, and we get Hulk in Hulk form just saying they're holding his belly, being like, it's fine. They killed everybody, uh, but I made him my supper. He's not going to hurt anybody anymore. This is what we do. Uh, we're going to go, you and me are going to go make more Hulks. And... Yeah. And the big surprise here is that Hulk's, you know, stomach starts hurting and it takes the idiot grandchild of Banner to be like, but wait, if you ate him, he has a mutant healing power. power. I'm like, I mean, did, did, yeah. did Banner just forget that that would happen? Bruce? Uh, Hulk says this famous line, you got to be kidding me, you little yeah, runt. Uh, classic. Uh, <laughs> awful. This is Jesus, definitely my not guts. smart Banner at all. No. Like Banner is an no. idiot. Yeah. Uh, Wolverine burst out of him uh, and that kills him where Hulk is fucking regenerated from like a single finger fingernail. Like this would not kill Hulk. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I know that's a comic book fanboy complaint, but um, this allows Wolverine to say, what's the matter? Something you ate? <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Um, all of his clothes having been dissolved by Banner's stomach acid. Yeah. So Glad he's... he can still laugh a little. He's been through a lot. Yeah. I, how funny is this drawing of this baby oh, Hulk? Dude, I love this so chubby good. little... Yeah. Is the, 
one of the most mm, baby sucks so, thing I've seen <laughs> since the dawn of the baby sucks. I'm, I'm super curious now that you pointed out that the, the the Hulk kids turn into humans after they're dead. But like, what is keeping the baby in the Hulk boat? Like, what are we? Are we just poking the baby a lot? Babies are pissed. <laughs> babies, dude. I mean, the baby looks <laughs> pissed. Like the baby. Don't get me wrong. The baby looks absolutely yeah. livid at what it's happening to it right now. But you wouldn't like me when I'm cranky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the, um, yeah i don't know uh does, there are comic you can read the continuing adventures of him and and Banner no. Jr. Uh, uh, <laughs> what? but it's like it. lone wolf and cub it's like a samurai jeremy wolverine's like Hulk. a samurai i can't believe let me that. explain yeah. <laughs> yeah. please ex- please expound upon that <laughs> that's wolverine's trick samurai uh we cut to him burying his kids, and the whole thing is here, he's going to lone wolf and cub. He's going to head out to, to save the world with a baby hawk and his baby Bjorn on his baby back. Yep. Uh, and rides off into the sunset with a tiny hulk backpack. On a horse. So he's going to go yep. red dead some stuff up. Uh, I, yep. Yeah, this is this is like exactly what I expected the ending to be, but I still couldn't believe it as I read it. I was just like, oh, so you guys are doing just like the <laughs> most, okay, cool. All right, well, I guess that's... All right, so this was all okay. Cool, cool, cool. Like, there's this. I, 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 this, yeah. this was fun to talk about, and it was it was very entertaining. Um, but man, some of this stuff is just fucking like wretched. You just really got to wonder, like, what was Mark Miller doing to make people trust him enough to give him mainline comic book stories at this time? He, oh, I can Jerry, tell you, it's not trust him. He was he was a superstar. Wild. He wrote Civil like, War is, at this point. Is, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's not that he was you know just being trusted. Like people like Chuck Austin were being trusted. Mark Miller was a name to sell by, you know, it is. It, and here's the thing too, is I'm going to say this, uh, we all liked it. And you know, there, I'm sure there are people out there who are like, I never liked him, but back in the, the mid two thousands, like when this came out, this was fresh and neat. This reviewed really well. Um, this was of the time and it, it just goes further to back up my, the two thousands are the nadir of human culture. <laughs> it never Not got great. worse than the years between 2000 and 2010. The music is awful. The the movies were awful. All of it was horrible. It is the worst. Time. I, I do. I do. I'll, I guess I'll I have to say I did. I did stand read with you on movies. The yeah. I did read the Ultimates during this time period, whenever that was coming out, because I was hitting the comic book shop every weekend, and I, I remember being like, "Wow, this is such a such a cool way to do the Avengers or whatever." Like, I guess I guess I do see the in hindsight. Yeah. You're like, Oh, okay. Well, this is something new. It, it, it hasn't aged super no. well. Like now, cooler heads have prevailed, right? But I still think the Ultimates has a joy to it if you can engage in that kind of scudge. You know, if you can just be like, yeah, let's be kind of gross. Exactly. Yeah. It's something you know? <laughs> superhero like, comics needed at that time because, I mean, the 90s were extreme, but they didn't feel that they weren't a realistic. so boring and talky. Yeah. Like the nineties are so weird because it was both extreme, but then they were being the the drawing was very extreme and the designs are very extreme. And then the writing was Scott Lobdell just writing, you know, doing a Claremont impression, which no oh, one yeah. should do. Exactly. Yeah. You know, just thousand, you know, thousands of words to say something very simple. The fucking phalanx showing up and giving four page villain speeches nonstop. Like it's a bad time for comics. Yeah. Uh, and Mark Miller was one of the first writers to really kind of like pull back on how much dialogue should be in a book. And obviously like this is one of the ones where like maybe you even put too much dialogue in this one, but but <laughs> <laughs> Why, can you serve us? Yeah. Like But he in generally was one of the big 
uh, writers who were moving the needle to a less dialogue-heavy version of comic book. Like, Garth Ennis, big inspiration for him. He definitely obviously takes so much from there. And when he was first coming up, he kind of tricked people into thinking he was a Grant Morrison-like. And if you look at it purely on paper, it kind of makes sense. They were also both Scottish dudes, and they knew each other personally. Grant helped him break into the industry. One of their first Marvel works was Skull Skull Kill Crew. Yeah, the Skull Kill Crew. And then they worked together on Aztec for DC, which is uh, one of... And The Flash. Aztec, one of the all-time worst superhero costumes I've seen in my entire fucking life. Uh, If anybody's not seen Aztec. Not one of Grant Morrison's best ideas. I'm not even sure where where that fucking well, I know JLA, but beyond that, that yeah. idea. Why? I have never yeah. seen this dude before, but why does he have Oh wow, there's wings yep. on the back. Yeah. <laughs> yep. He's this awful. This just gets worse. Uh, it's and worse. not a very good comic either. Like it's it's probably my least favorite thing Grant Morrison's ever been involved in. Yeah, I I'd uh, give it that you know? award, I think. Yeah. Grant Morrison's DC jobber stuff. From that period before he like the JLA stuff, which I have some affection for, but until he started doing Batman, he didn't find his place, I think, in in DC. But yeah, it was at the time we were all under Mark Miller's spell. Uh it's just kind of how it was. Because like your your other uh, extreme end of that was like Bendis, which was nothing but dialogue. Yeah. That's kind of that's the 2000s. Yeah, which I which I yeah, also like. like would, I mean, I have like hardback editions of Powers, and it's sitting right next to me right now. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I was I was really into that we, as well. So. We all love that shit, and then the things just changed. You know, it's a trend. Like it's cyclical. Uh, the the style changed, and comics got better. You know, I feel like in terms of like a balance between wordy and big idea, like Jonathan Hickman does that a lot better. You know, there there are writers now who can kind of hit that difference a lot better. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's it. Uh, that's about it. What uh, what final thoughts do we have about Old Man Logan? Gwen, do you, do you have anything you would like to, to add to this before we sign off? Final thoughts about Old Man Logan. Well, I might be flipping through the solo series stuff just to kind of see how other writers add ideas to this universe. Because mm-hmm. I think the universe itself is fun. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see. I saw Bendis on that writer's list, and I saw Ed Brisson. So I think those are interesting writers to attach to this universe and beyond that so though weird. like i'm so happy mark miller isn't like oh yeah he's got his own jupiter rising or whatever the hell now but he doesn't uh he's not as big of a part of the conversation and i'm glad time has passed for yeah time. yeah uh for my part i'm glad to revisit it but i'm happy to say goodbye you know something i liked as a kid uh, i probably don't need to read old man logan again I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm. I am also good. I don't think I will be returning yeah. to this anytime soon. But again, uh, listeners, if you want to read, it takes ten minutes. It does. It, I was very surprised. That's true. Because I was. Um, I had a bunch of errands to run this morning, and today has been my like first day that I could like kind of play hooky. So I was like, I'm gonna kill my errands. I'm gonna kill this comic book, and then I'm gonna play Zelda as long as I can because I have that work has been so crushing that I haven't been able to play lately. And uh, I, w- I sat down and I was like. Wow, six inches and a giant size? Ah, oh, fuck. There goes my Zelda time. Mm. And like, nope, I still had plenty of Zelda time. Found like five Koroks today. All good. So, Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to, I have no final thoughts and I have to pee. 
Yeah. So, so I'm just going to say... I don't have any final thoughts know. either. Uh, Patreon.com slash TuckVTV if you want to support the show, ratings and reviews. Um, tell whoever is in your bathroom uh, when you go to pee, if that's a thing that you have. Uh, Gwen, thank you mm-hmm. so much for guesting and for bringing us this this comic. We very much appreciate it. Do you want to shout out where you can be found on the internet? Uh, Duckfeed Podcasts. I edit those. Patreon supports me too. Uh, and I have a band, Trash Sound Conglomerate. You can find us on any of the thingies. And if you want to hang out with me, I'm on the Slack. Um, That's all I got. Perfect. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll be back next time with something new that we haven't talked about yet. Bye. Bye.